Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn Lori, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? Today, I want to talk to you about sassing your way through everything. So SAS is a pillar system that was given to me by my guides about five years ago, uh, four and a half years ago, whatever. It doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter, right? And I want to offer this up to you and teach you a way to use it for every everything that you do. I am not going to stop this recording. This is the third time I'm trying this. So the fourth time I started laughing, I'm just having a whole ball over here by myself. So um, there was a, a picture of my cat that just had me cracking up. So let's continue on. Anyway, um, so I, I want to teach you this technique and uh, share it with you so that you can really do it and apply it to almost everything in your life. And I'd love to hear from you about how it goes for you, because the thing that I found about the SAS technique is it really is an all-encompassing system that my guides gave to me. And you could apply it to every area and work through problems pretty quickly so that you could come out with solution. Um, one of the things that I've definitely been working on is really going into solution so much quicker than anything else. I actually put up a post on my Facebook page. And if you're not following me, definitely follow me at Marilyn Aloria. Um, my personal page is almost a little bit more interactive than my uh, business page is Marilyn Aloria one. Um, but I was going through something last week and I'm going to share some of my stories as I take you through the SAS pillar system so we could go through it together and I could really teach this to you. But I was going through something in, in the first two days of uh, the week. I'm recording this on March 13, 2023. Um, the first two days of last week, they were friggin' gnarly, man. And when you decide to really step into your greatness and step into being who you really want to be, and I shared this, I believe, in the last week's podcast, and I may have even shared this quote, but I'm going to share it again. Spirit said to me, what if the problems are the solutions? And that's a perspective change. And it really helps you to get out of the problem and really look for solutions and really understand why the universe is inviting something, inviting you into something, even if it feels really chaotic and hurtful and sad and depressing and whatever. Um, but there's an opportunity there for you to step out into greatness. So I was going through some stuff last week and I was like, knew right away that this was helping me to step into greatness. And as much as my heart was like hurting a little bit, I was like, okay, so why is this showing up for me? What, what is it teaching me right now? And as spirit would always have its synchronicity, which is the last S in the SAS pillar system. They took me to a video of Tony Robbins and he was talking about, if you want to change, you have to raise your standards. And I was like, yes, that is so true. Because right now I'm going through a, a lot of things in a really good way. And one of those things is releasing a lot of people that I've in my life, people, relationships I've had for like over 40 years. And it's not like I'm having an ending or like telling them, get out of my life, you mofo. You know, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just walking away. I'm just um, closing the door to them. And some of the reason is, and it's not about them. One of the, the things for sure that I'd like you to adopt is it's not about the other person. It's about where you're at, where you're going, what you want to do. And if that person really supports you in your greatness and really can see you and applaud you. And I know I talked about this a bit last week and I mentioned my friend, Allie, who actually listens to the podcast. Shout out to Allie. Love Allie. And we actually talked on Sunday because I reached out to her and I realized like Allie always celebrates me. Allie always like sends me little texts about uh, she read my book or listened to my podcast or whatever. She's just super sweet, sweet, sweet person. And I realized like I don't celebrate enough of my friends and I need to start doing that more. So I was thinking about Allie on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, yesterday. And um, I sent her a text and we started having a nice text exchange. And then she called me. We got on the phone. And it was really quite lovely. And she's somebody that I definitely want to keep in my life because we really support each other and celebrate each other. And really want the best for each other. And those are the types of friends and mentors and peers you want to be around. You want to be around people that aren't jealous of you, but can actually see your greatness and hold you to the light and really help you when you're going through a difficult time for you to see what other opportunities may be presenting themselves to you. So a lot of conversations happened over like the Friday period for me that really my heart on Sunday was hurting. And this is why I want to teach this technique system to you. And if you want to learn more about it, you can go to joinsass.com and you can watch the first video free. It's the subconscious video. And then if you decide to uh, take the rest, you can just join up and sign up or you could just do the first video and 
and uh, miss out on the rest of the pillars. No, it'll be a really good video for you to have some things change for you. And it's not an expensive program, so you should go check it out, joinsass.com. Anyway, so Friday, I had a, a few conversations because I've noticed like my friend pool has gotten really, really small. I don't know how many of you have had this experience. And it's definitely me. I'm pulling away. I'm, I can no longer have conversations with people that just can't support me where I'm going or even see me. And I'm seeing myself more and more each day and hearing myself more and more each day. And I want to talk about how like psychic ability and intuition, how you have to trust it too. So I want to throw, this is going to be a, um, an episode where I'm going to give you a lot of uh, consciousness around tools and techniques that you probably already have, but you may be, it may be an aha moment for you. Like, oh my goodness, I know what she's talking about. I have that too. So on Friday, I'm not going to talk about who I spoke to, but the first conversation was with somebody who was steeped in fear, financial fear, and a lot of other fear. And um, I was, um, I have to be careful how I share this. I was like, oh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to have this conversation. And part of it was triggering for me because I'd walked through a lot of that last year when I decided to stop selling my programs because I couldn't stand behind the ones I was selling. They were amazing. They're amazing programs. I just didn't feel in alignment with them anymore. And so I understood, and I was definitely helping this person out and offering up solutions and advice and things. But I found when I got off the call that I felt smaller. It, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel like a good conversation. And, um, and then I had a conversation with somebody else uh, in the family who is never supportive, ever. And um, I was and he, he, I was telling him that I had a podcast that just came out. I don't tell them anything. They, they've never congratulated me on my book. I've never even say to them, I wrote a book. I don't want them reading anything of mine because they don't support me. So why would I invite that in? And uh, we were talking about my podcast and he was like, you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what's the name? And I, I was like, well, I don't really want you listening to it. I was honest because I don't need to be berated or made fun of or yelled at or whatever. And he was like, I wouldn't listen to it. I wouldn't even bother. And then he said, um, blah, 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 bought your book. And she was all excited that she bought your book. And he was like, really? Oh my goodness. And like, just put me down. Now you can sit here and say as a victim, I could sit here and say as a victim, oh my goodness, it was my brother. I mean, if we can't figure that out by now, I could sit here and go, oh, you know, poor me, my brother, he doesn't support me. I need him to support me. I'm like, nah, I don't need any of that. And I didn't get mad and I didn't get angry, but I had a conscious moment, like a very, very, very conscious moment of there it is. This is exactly why I am choosing not to really talk to my family that much anymore. And not from a place of anger, but a place of, I don't need to have conversations with you where you just put me down and I don't need to get off the phone thinking like, what did I just go through? This happened to me on Thanksgiving. And I realized I hadn't talked to him since Thanksgiving because I made a decision, a conscious decision to not have these conversations anymore. So I'm going to show you the SAS pillar system right now. So right away, the first thought is the subconscious belief. And you have to be very conscious of the subconscious beliefs. The first S in SAS is subconscious thinking. So the subconscious belief, if I'm not aware of it in the moment, will be what would have been in the past, way in the past. I'm a loser. I'm not good enough. I'm making all, they want to believe I'm making all this up. I'm making all this up. I'm a phony. So all their identity, all how they feel about me, I would accept, right? And not even realize consciously that this was happening. So you want to be aware of the subconscious belief and make sure that that doesn't happen. Now, what happened for me was because I'm very aware of it and I'm very aware of who they are. I was like, oh, there it is. There's the lack of belief in me. This is why I'm choosing not to engage with them that much. And so the next level of conversation I had to have with myself was, do I need to say something? Um, what do I need to stand up for myself? What is going on for me? Am I allowing this to affect me? So I had to get very conscious to that to make sure that there was no subconscious belief underneath the surface that was trying to run my life because that's what subconscious beliefs do. They run our lives and all of a sudden you're hitting a wall or you're down a rabbit hole or you're making a really poor choice for yourself that goes against what you really want to do and you don't know why. And that's subconscious thinking that we want to bring to the conscious level. So I sat with it a bit and I was like, I don't really feel like I'm accepting this as an identity or anything. 
And I also am not mad at him because he's got the right to his beliefs. He's got the right to believe what he believes. And then the other part, and this sat with me for a little bit, and I was like, hmm, do I need to confront this? And then Spirit and I had a conversation. Those are my guides. And it was like, for, for why? Why do I need to confront it? Why do I need to get him to see my way? I don't. I don't need to get him to see anything. All I need to do is see me. And I don't need to sit there and, and then you could have the argument of like, well, you're not standing up for yourself. Yeah, I am with my own heart and soul. I'm seeing myself. And he has the right to have whatever belief system he has. And I don't need to be mad at him. I don't need to fall victim to it. I don't need to get into an argument. First of all, I've been down that road. I'm not, it's not going to go anywhere. So I, I get to choose who I have in my life. And if I have enough conversations with someone and they're still choosing to not acknowledge my feelings, then for me, that relationship is pretty much over. And that's his responsibility. He gets to choose that. And, and I'm sure he's having an experience with me that is not fair for him. He is. I know he is. So we get to both have our own experiences, but we get to choose what's best for us, right? So um, that's subconscious thinking, right? The alignment part is where I see myself. I'm like, okay, I see myself. I hear myself. I'm not going to allow this to derail me. I don't believe in this. This actually supports my theory that I want to be surrounded more and more by people who believe in me and people who support me and people who celebrate me and people who see my light as much as I see my light, maybe even more so. Like when I, I have uh, coaching clients and I have a bunch of um, uh, amazing students, they're not even students really because they're so incredible in my Next Level Living program. And I can, I have an ability to see people's light more than they can see it. Like I can see the expansion and my goal in that program, or if I coach someone or do like a VIP day with them is for them to, usually I reveal the light without, you know, I'll just do a reading and the light gets revealed and they're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Yes, that's exactly, oh my God. And they're with their truth and they're like excited that somebody else sees it. And then I like to move them into that and own it themselves and then take action in it. So my alignment here for myself was, and, I, and we'll do it again so that you could do it for yourself, was I just need to see me. Now, I'm not going to tell you because this whole weekend was a little weird, like heart stuff. Like my heart was was feeling some stuff this weekend. And we don't want to deny those feelings because those feelings are really important. So then the next thing is the soul ignition. What do you do to light it up? What do you do to light up the seeing, the feeling, the knowing of yourself? What do you do? Well, I choose not to hide. So I'm going to take a segue this morning. I got a LinkedIn message by some psychic and I can't stand people that aren't direct. And I'm going to tell another story in a bit, but not until I go through the sass with this one. And she's like, hi. And I didn't respond. And I'm like, who is this person? Cause I don't always accept everyone in there, but I'm still getting to know, learn LinkedIn. And I know everybody's just selling everybody everything, but I also think there's some good stuff in LinkedIn. So I want to get to know it. And uh, then she's like, do you want to have an interview? What the, what the fuck is that? Like wh what? First of all, I don't know you lady from Adam. I'm not going to, I don't go to anybody for readings. I don't need to. I go to my own heart and soul and my guides. Third of all, wh what the fuck kind of disguise is that? Do you want to have an interview? Like say it, say what you want to say. Like, I, you know, those, those charlatans on like Instagram, like uh, some guy did this to me once. Okay. I'm going to segue. And he's like, I followed somebody that I'd heard about who had a big following and I was just wanted to check him out. And so then this guy started contacting me and he's like, I was in, I don't remember where he was. I was in Peru just now and I had to leave the sacred cave because I have a message for you. And I was like, fuck off, dude. You know, because I just have no patience for it. None at all. And they think I'm going to fall for it. I'm not falling for it. But you get somebody who's really vulnerable and a lot of pain, they're going to fall for that because they need to see it. So that's why it's so important for me to empower everyone who works with me or listens to this podcast. So the, so the soul ignition part is after this experience, I was like, yeah, no, I don't need an interview. I, I, I don't need an interview and I don't go to anybody for that kind of stuff. And she was like, thanks for letting me know. And I, 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 X'd out that contact. I just let her go. Uh, I'm not going to deal with anybody like that. And then I put on my Facebook page, 
um, this experience because that's me being seen, right? And I shared in the Facebook page, which is something I would normally hide, but I don't hide it anymore. When I was doing readings full time, because I don't do readings anymore, it's very rare. If you want a reading, you have to email my assistant and then I do them. Um, but there's, you know, I don't do a lot of them. It's not what I do. For me, it's about teaching people how to do what I do so they don't need readers. But um, I went out on my Facebook page and Instagram and I wrote um, about the experience. And I said, you know, when I was doing readings, I had a six month waiting list. I had a, I was booked six months in advance because I wouldn't do a year because I was getting exhausted and you're holding all that energy for those people. So I knew I couldn't do a year. I was booked six months in advance with a waiting list upon a waiting list. And I share that. And normally in the past, I would hold that stuff back because I wouldn't want like anybody to know that, that I was that good, that I was that booked. Now I don't care. You should, why not? I'm going to celebrate myself. I'm a really good reader. Incredible. And you know why? Because I don't, I don't project my stuff onto anybody's reading and I let spirit come through me. But so that's soul ignition. You want to light up the good things about yourself. You don't want to hide them. You, so many of you are used to dimming your light because you're empathic and you felt people around you jealous of you or feeling bad about themselves because you were shining. And so you dimmed your light to make them feel better. I'm done with that. I'm not dimming my light. I'm not going to hide from my family. My brother unfriended me years ago on Facebook. That's fine. Okay. It hurt me when he told me and I was like, all right. You know, it was like part of that clicking in the unconscious, like, Ooh, consciously look at what's happening here. This is a family that doesn't support you. They don't believe in who you are. Why are you going to keep pounding down that door? See me, believe in me. I don't need that. So the soul ignition is coming out even more, sharing these stories for me, sharing these stories with all of you. It's like, I'm going to go do a podcast. I need to talk to people. And then the synchronicity will be what the synchronicity will be because the universe and I are aligned. We are partners in this lifetime. So what that means is usually what happens is um, I'm lighting my light. The universe is like, oh, we know what she wants. She wants to really help people stand in their truth and the power of what they do. All right, let's bring her some, they may bring me a message. They may bring me a video I watch to watch. They may bring me a client from that. Who knows, right? I was just on, uh, by my posting on Instagram, one of my clients who's had readings with me reached out to me. He's like, I've got to work with you. I've got to work with you. And I was like, okay, not any, not everybody can get into next level living. It's application only. And I knew him, but I said, we still have to jump on a call because I want to make sure that you're going to do the work that is required. And it's not a lot of work in the program. It's a work, it's work in your life. And um, we had this incredible conversation and he's like, okay, I'm ready to sign up. I'm like, no, wait, I have another question. <laughs> Poor guy. But he, he joined and it was great. But that's what I'm saying. You show yourself, you show the work. Like I'm so passionate about the work I want to do. So passionate. So let's think right now, think of a uh, issue that you ha have, a problem that you may have, uh, something you're struggling with, something that is difficult. Now, let me be clear about this. This could be, um, I'll talk about, Ali and I talk about tennis all the time. Ali was the, um, I wanted to play tennis and she was the one I was having lunch with. I'll never forget. We were in, uh, I can't remember, I think it was Rose, something Rose was the name of the restaurant. And she told me she was taking tennis lessons. I was like, oh my goodness, I've been wanting to play. And she got my start, got me my start in tennis and let me her racket and everything. So it could be losing a tennis game. It could be somebody saying something on the court, or it could be as big as um, struggling financially, or it could be um, getting a no from someone you were really hoping to get a yes from, or a breakup. It could be anything. It could be anything minute and anything big that you you deem it that way. They're all important to run through the SAS pillar system, right? So I'm trying to think of another story right now. Um, okay, I got one. This is more of a general one. So I'm going to share this with you, have you think about questions, and then I'm going to run through my story to give you examples, okay? So the first thing I want you to think about something that happened. And I want you to think about what's the belief system that you need to rewrite? What is the belief that's being born out of that experience that you need to rewrite? So you can pause this podcast and think about it. 
Um, and if you're not sure, I'm going to give you an example now. So I, I really want you to walk through this real time with me. You might know right away. Um, you might be like, I don't know, but it's a belief system that's working against you. So belief systems could be, um, I don't have enough money to do this thing that I really want to do. There is a belief that you can break there, whether that seems like truth or not. I, um, I have a difficulty making friends. Well, maybe you're trying to make friends with the wrong people. Um, what's another belief system? I'm trying to think of one. So I'll take you through my story. So as we all know, I play tennis a lot. And one of the things I'm discovering is expectations for socialization. So what that means is even with tennis and people I know in tennis, the tennis community, um, there's an expectation sometimes like we're all going to dinner. You want to come? And I'm like, mm, no. And um, one of the women was like, why don't you get out of your box? You know, she was really like pissed off at me for not wanting to go to dinner. And I said, it's actually me deciding not to go is out of my box. I am out of the box because I'm choosing me. So I was thinking about it this weekend, right? And I was thinking about socialization and how I want to, you know, how I like to socialize and don't like to socialize. I don't need a lot of stimulation. I'm somebody who can just do uh, play tennis for a couple hours and I'm good. That's enough peopling for me. So, but there's a, there's a stigma on that. Like you don't do this, you don't go out, you don't do that. Like I went for a happy hour. I don't drink, but I went to happy hour with two women after tennis. Cause one of them I really, really like. And, um, I didn't stay long cause I didn't think we were going to do that. So I had to get home to my dogs and, um, at the other two stayed. And I know one of the one who's out of the, who's like, get out of your box. I'm sure she said something about me when I left the other one didn't, she's a really nice woman. That's okay. That's her viewpoint. So the belief around that, that's what I'm trying to get to is an example of the belief. The belief around that may be, I should do, I, there's something wrong with me because I won't go out more. There's something wrong with me because I won't sit at the bar, really loud bar. I couldn't even hear them and stay here longer with them while they finish their second drink. There's something wrong with me because I'm not overly social. It's not a true belief. So I want you to rewrite the belief you came up with and I'll show you how to do that. But I want you to do that now in real time. So the belief could be, like I said, if you have to pause, pause. You know, if you've worried about money, um, up until now I haven't had enough money to invest in myself. I am worthy of investing in myself and I will find a way how to do it. Um, so my socialization one would be, I am doing exactly what's in alignment for me. I'm doing what is right for me. I'm doing what feels good for me. Instead of going someplace and regretting that I'm there or staying too long, I'm taking care of myself. And I see myself and I hear myself and I know how to take care of myself. So that's the subconscious belief for that particular thing. So I'm doing this around socialization because that's one that I've noticed just recently that I'm like, wow, I carry stigmas about what I'm supposed to do sometimes. So then what's the alignment with the soul? It's choosing what's better for you in the moment. It's choosing something that makes you feel good about yourself. So if you're struggling financially, say, and you're like, okay, I'm going to invest in myself but you really can't do it at that very moment. You want to do something that feeds your soul. You want to go watch a video that excites you or inspires you. You want to take a walk in nature. You want to um, have a cup of tea and read, uh, read some ins inspiring quotes. That gets you aligned with your soul. That wakes you up to your soul. That wakes you up to what makes you feel good. So for me, alignment with my soul will look like at that night when I was out with them for a few minutes, I was like, mm, okay, I'm done. Had my non-alcoholic beverage and went home. And alignment was me going home and honoring myself and then taking my dogs for a walk and then coming home and eating dinner and being relaxed. That's complete alignment. I'm not out of alignment. I took care of myself. I went because I really, I like both of them. It's not like I don't like them both, but I really like the one woman a lot who invited me. And um, so I did that and then I took care of myself. So you want to ask yourself, is this out of alignment? Is this in alignment? And I have a thing called the souls list. It's on my YouTube channel. We're going to give away another one soon, but I don't have it yet. 
check out the souls list and the one to 10 exercise, and um, it'll give you a brief understanding of what that is. It's a really, really great exercise, and it'll help you to pick out activities that align you with your soul. So then the next thing is soul ignition, and that's where you light it up. That's where you really take care of yourself. So going back to the money, so think about something now that you can do that lights it up. What is something that's going to light up your light inside of you? May not even actually have to do with the thing that you're like looking at, the problem. It may have to do with something else. So if it's the money, I'm going to go back to the money thing because I know people struggle with that. And I've noticed it's very interesting to me how people invest in themselves because they say they can invest in their mental health, but yet they'll go to Starbucks every day and buy coffee. I've stopped that habit a long time ago. Nothing against Starbucks. If you can do it, good for you. But, or I see people saying, I can't do this. I can't do that. But they take trips. Now there's nothing wrong with taking like 10 day cruises, But my question is, why is a 10-day cruise money okay, but a 10-day heart and soul retreat that's going to, class that's going to teach you how to really uh, massage your heart and soul, why isn't the same value there? And I think it's because the society norm is you go on the cruise, you don't take the class that's going to help make you dive deep inside yourself. So take the money thing, right? And say that that's the thing, like you're saying, well, up until now, I couldn't do that, but I am investing in myself. And then you, you watch an inspiring video that reminds you of who you are and your light in your life. And then the soul ignition part is continuing to do something every single day that feeds it, that lights it up. It doesn't have to be a big thing. Like right now we're doing a next level living and I'm going to do a podcast about this, Claire audience and Claire cognizance speaking to a deceased person, right? And I had them choose a famous person they didn't know. I didn't want them to choose a famous person that's deceased that they loved. I wanted them to get to know a new energy of a deceased person that they didn't know and that they were learning how to speak to here, Claire audience is hearing, Claire cognizance is downloads and knowing. And, you know, I asked them for every day or every week, find a quote that that person said and read it and be with it and ignite it. That's a simple thing you can do that lights your soul up. So if you're struggling with money, you could do quotes about money. For me, it's the socialization thing. So how did I ignite? Now I know this system really well. Well, I was supposed to do something socially and I usually can't do a lot of things in a day. And this is something I know about myself. But when I said yes to the social thing, I forgot that I had an appointment that morning with my hairdresser. And that might sound like, really, Marilyn, you can't do I'm like, trust me, someone's messing around with my crown chakra. I need a couple hours after that. But what happened is, is I went to the hair appointment and I was like, I really don't want to do this thing. I don't want to do it. And one thing I'm really noticing about myself is going back on decisions and how I have to trust my intuition and why I say yes to something when probably really want to say no. And I'm starting to learn how to commit to certain things, right? So I do have another thing going on here, like another sub story. It's like the B story in the in the movie. It's the B plot. You know, it's like, Marilyn, you need to stick with your decisions. Okay. So I'm learning that one. That's a new one. But I went for the hair appointment and then I went shopping because I was in a particular area that had certain clothing stores that I wanted to go to. That's a lot for me. It's a lot of energy for me. And I'm not going to apologize for it. I know my energy being around a ton of people. I know what I have to do. And I was like, I really don't want to go to this thing. But I was like, I committed to it. I, I like the people. And then I got um, a notice, text, email, I'm not going to say what it was, just in case people really listen to this thing that I play tennis with, which I don't think they do. And um, there were people that weren't on the list that I thought were going to be on the list. And then there was another thing, situation happening. And I went, I'm not going. I'm not going. And I lit up my soul. And I sat in my car and I ran through the SAS pillar system. What's the belief system here? Oh, that I should be social. I should go out. What's the truth? I should take care of myself right now. It's not going to matter if I, I was like, if, if I was throwing this thing and the person said they couldn't come, I don't care about stuff like that. I really don't. This person's not going to care either. They're not going to care. They're not depending on me to be there. And then what's the alignment? Well, I really want to go home. I just had a full day already. I'm going to take the dogs out and just enjoy myself. And what's the ignition part? The ignition part is taking care of myself. I lit my soul up. 
And what was the synchronicity? The synchronicity, which I have to be really careful. I can't give full exposure to the story, but I'll go to the synchronicity first with you guys. The synchronicity is when the universe backs you up. It shows you. Now, sometimes you're going to make a decision and you may feel like, wow, that wasn't the best decision. And something went awry. Well, that's synchronicity too, because it's teaching you something in the moment. So you could run the SAS pillar system through that. Well, what's my belief about this? I can't trust myself. And then what's my alignment? I can trust myself. It's just moments where blah, blah, blah. And you just run through the whole thing again. So the synchronicity for me was getting uh, information later on that it definitely wasn't something I needed to go to. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. That what went on wasn't good for me. And the way I spent my evening was absolutely phenomenal. It was great. It was amazing. I had the best night. So that's the SAS pillar system. I'll give you a summary of it. When you're going through something, you first want to say, what's the subconscious belief that is working against me? And then rewrite it. So rewrite it in the moment. If you go to joinsass.com, you'll get the first pillar for free. And I would suggest you all go and get it and watch it because it gives a really great technique and tool that people still use to this day that you can use. That'll be really great for you what, to work with that belief. So you, it's more than rewriting the belief. So you rewrite the belief. Okay. So then you align with your soul. Do something that supports the new belief. Do something that makes you feel good. And you don't need a long time. You can Google a quote about that belief and all of a sudden you're feeling better. And then the soul ignition is commit to doing something good for yourself, whether it's a cup of tea, something simple, um, going for a walk, doing five minutes of breathing, something really good for yourself that just lights the light up in your soul. Maybe it's reaching out to someone that you like and just texting them and saying, hey, just thinking about you, just want to send you love. That lights your soul up. And then synchronicity is take the friggin' blinders off because you now just told the universe who you are. And the universe is going to deliver. And it's really important that you deliver, that it delivers and you pay attention. Many times the universe is delivering, but if you're not living a conscious life, then you're missing the signs, the symbols, and the things that the universe is bringing. So that is the SAS technique system. And you can SAS, I'm going to tell you another story. You can SAS your way through everything, everything in your life. Okay. So here's another story. Um, so I am becoming much more verbal, much more, I've had a business for like 17 years now. I'm becoming much more seen and heard because I'm choosing to. I'm recognizing that um, the people that I've been helping for so many years, I hear this a lot from people, but I will tell you even to this day, um, when somebody compliments the work that I've done with them and how it's changed their life, I do have a little bit of a hard time receiving it. And I'll tell you why. One, I'm starting to receive it more. But it's not about ego. To me, it's about me and the person meeting, our work meeting, and they did the work. So it's really important to me when people come and work with me that I'm going to give you a bunch of stuff to do. But if you don't do it and meet me halfway, nothing's, things may not change. So when people say this to me, I'm like, that's great. You did it. That's up to you. Um, but I am starting to acknowledge like my guides, they're really freaking incredible. They're powerful. They come through with such incredible work and techniques and tools. And I know some of you have been listening to my podcast for a really long time. I'm trying to make these some of these episodes a little shorter so you can get through them. Um, but you've been listening to me for a long time and, and I'm known for my techniques and tools. So I'm being seen more and heard more because I'm choosing to. I'm not hiding anymore. I don't think any of you should hide. You all have this incredible capacity in you to create magic in this world. Stop hiding it. You're not doing anybody a service by hiding it. And you're most of all not doing yourself a service by hiding it. You have to step out into it. And when that happens, when you step out into greatness and you decide to be who you truly are, you make it smacked in the face with insecurity. And that was happening to me last week. I was really getting brushed up against insecurity and I was flailing a little bit. And of course I have my tools and techniques where I go to my guides and I meditate and I talk to them. I journal every morning. I, I exercise. I do so many things that keep me balanced and on track, but I still recognize the feelings of insecurity that were coming up inside of me. And I acknowledged them. And I was like, okay, I really need to 
my goal for myself is to handle this insecurity better. You know, this, this self-doubt that is showing up. And I did, I did it really well. So while those things were smacking me a little bit in the face, um, I got this message and I'm going to be careful how I share this story too, to some degree. And this person reached out to me and they said, so-and-so let's change names. Celia told me to, uh, Celia told me about you and I'd love to get, jump on a call and talk to you. I'm like, well, about what? First of all, who's Celia? And what the fuck am I going to jump on a call with you for? I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm strict with my time. I like, my friends try to get me on a phone and I'm like, uh-uh, it's a seven o'clock during the week. I don't talk to anyone. Anyone. After really after five o'clock during the week, I don't talk to anyone. I need my downtime. I love my downtime. I am holding a lot of space and energy during the day. I love what I do for a living, but I also like to turn off. So I like read it and one of the belief systems, I, first I said, cause I didn't know who the heck he was talking about. And I said, who's Celia? And what do you want to talk to me about? And I was nice, a little nicer about it, but it was short and abbreviated because that's manipulative by the way. And right away I could feel like, I'm like, I, I checked his profile out and I'm like, this guy wants to sell me something. Um, and I'm so tired of those types of pitches. I really am. So my second thought though was thinking about, so I'm, I'm doing, I'm working on a lot on sales and um, marketing and learning about it and um, loving it, absolutely loving it. But I also want to do it that way that's authentic to me and organic to me. And I'm not going to hide, I'm not hiding my programs because I know they're really good. And so I was like, hmm, if I'm not going to mention names because I, I let's change names. If Fred got this message, he would jump on a call right away and he would sell the fuck out of this guy without even thinking about it without even caring, you know, to some degree, if this guy's right for it, he would just sell the fuck out of him and he'd get the sale. That's not me. So the belief that comes up is like, well, maybe I should do that because that's what salespeople do. And, and it doesn't last long because I'm like, ah, oh, that's not who I am. The people in my program, the people I want in my program and they want to be there. So it's different, like, um, join SAS, right? It's, you know, $97. To me, anybody can join that if they want to. It's a great program for $97. It's incredible, actually. I haven't seen anybody not have a breakthrough with something with that. But so I don't worry about that one. But when I'm talking about my higher priced programs, I'm I'm not going to invite any Tom, Dick, Joe, and Harry. There's a couple of people that want to get in. And I'm like, no, you're not ready for this yet. You're just not. And it's not an ego thing. It's just the group is so dynamic and so amazing that I know that if somebody comes in with a poor mental state, and what I mean by that is um, putting people down, acting as if they don't need any help, uh, coming in with a lot of ego, I'm not going to allow that to happen to this group because they're they're making, they are friggin' poof, breaking through walls and, and igniting like incredibly well. So um, anyway, so this guy, so I wrote back and I said, who the hell is Celia? I didn't say that, but you know, that was in my, my tone, right? I'm like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck is Celia? And what the fuck do you want? But I said it nicer. So he writes back. I'm trying to remember that what he said, but he said, he told me the name and I was like, she's in my next level living program. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's, and I want to develop my mediumship skills. And she said that you can help me. And Still, there was nothing, I should really pull up the message because there still was nothing like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I checked you out. It was very, very vague. And um, I almost, I'm going to pull it up because I don't care if I out this guy. Didn't like him at all. And I'm going to tell you what this message said. Um, no, this is what he said. He said, Celia, talking about improving my mediumship skills, and she suggested you would like to have a chat with you to meet properly. Now, Fred probably would have jumped on that call, right? But I'm not Fred. I'm not going to be Fred. I'm not jumping on a fucking call with you until I know what you want. Because in the old days, everybody wanted to jump on a call with me because I remember once the first program I went out that was like um, a big program, it was a 10K program, and um, people had to fill out an application. Um, oh no, they had to fill it, come get a call, a discovery call to see if they were right for the program. I was so excited, had like 30 calls. Most everyone just wanted to talk to me to get readings. 
for free. And I learned my lesson then, like, I will never do that again, ever. And so I'm very careful with my time. And I was like, would like to have a chat with you to me properly. Well, go look at my stuff. Go read about me. Go people that usually contact me like that. They'll be like, I heard you have a podcast. I'm interested in what you do, stuff like that. So I didn't like that. So I said, that's great. Love that person. But I prefer to get to know people first via messenger and then move on from there. My schedule is jam-packed with calls and classes. Tell me more about you. What kind of work are you doing? Where are you looking to grow? Who do you like to work with in terms of clients? Are you interested in learning more about my programs? Dude, like that's the biggest fucking thing. Are you interested in learning more about my programs? Because you're not saying that. Be direct, people. If you're not direct with me, I have no time. Um, I said, I'm sure you're reaching out to get to know me and get a feel for me. I look forward to learning more about you and how I can help. Thanks. So I'm going to finish the story. So subconscious beliefs were coming up like, I know Fred would just jump on this call and make this sale, but I'm not about to just sell anyone in my programs. I want people who really want to shift and change and grow and expand and light up. So dude here writes me back, tells me all about himself and how amazing he is and shares videos and websites. Pitch, 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 pitch. And how amazing he is and how he's been doing this for so many years, 30 years. So I looked at his videos. I looked at his website and I was like, great, good for you. Congratulations. Looks like you're doing amazing work. And I said, but like I looked at his website, you didn't look at mine, dude. Right. So I said, good for you. I can feel you truly care about helping others with your gifts. Love that. I'm curious why you feel you need to develop your mediumship skills further. You just told me you've been doing it for 30 years. Why are you coming to me? What do you want from me? What do you feel it will give you in your business and career? What are you looking to do as you expand your gifts? Like, cause you just gave me a whole ego thing about how amazing you are. So I don't know how I can help you. And then I told him what I did. I said, I help people own their innate gifts, learn how to use their instrument, accelerate their gifts and stand powerfully in the world. I've been teaching people around the world for over 17 years. I just wanted to throw that in. I was, uh, and then I just shared a little bit more about myself, little ego for ego there. I was a reader for many years, but stepped away from it so I can teach people how to do it for themselves. And then I shared more about myself and my own way of working with my guides, blah, blah, blah. A little bit about that. If you're interested in learning more, I gave him my program. Let me know. Fill out an application. Then we'll get on the call because at this point I'm annoyed. I Look, I have people that reach out to me and I talk to them and we communicate via messenger. And it's a different conversation. Usually the conversation is uh, them telling me a little bit about how I can help them, me helping them a tiny bit via messenger. And then we decide if it's right fit to take it further into um into a call, right? But we're feeling each other out. And uh, I don't do a ton of coaching on Messenger. I'm not going to do that. But I want to make sure the person is a fit first. And then we take it to a call. This guy was like, I don't know what he wanted. So he never responded to that yet, right? He read that. So the whole thing in my head was, hmm, I should have been Fred. I should have got on the call with him. I probably could have made a sale. Again, that freaking fucking belief. And I was like, no, that's not what you do. This isn't, if, if, if this person's right for you, they'll come around. And if they're not, you already know intuitively they're not. You already know it, Marilyn. So that's how the SAS pillar system. So how would it be? I'm going to share the rest of the story in a second. How I was, my intuition was like, no, no, no. This guy is trying to get something from you because he just moved to an area and he wants to tap into your people. So, um, and besides the fact that I don't work this way, I'm working with people. I have a vet, a scientist. I have all different types of people, uh, authors, ex uh, professors. I have all different types of, you know, writers and different types of people of professional. They're not, not, I have readers in my program too. People are mediums and stuff, but not everybody's looking to do that. I'm teaching a professional person how to own their innate skills and gifts and take it out into whatever they do, whatever they do. So I'm not the person for the medium who just wants to talk to dead people. I'm not that person. Don't come. Yeah, I can teach you. You can take my programs. Like I said, I have beautiful Marianne Marriott, amazing, beautiful psychic medium in my program. And that's what she's growing. And that's great. She's doing great in my programs because she's also has a business mind. 
And she's also extending in other areas. So I can teach that, but it's not the only thing I do. So anyway, the, the subconscious belief was you should get on a call and sell him. And the belief is, no, that's not how I operate. I want the right people that I want to work with, only the people that I feel really in alignment with and people feel alignment with me so I can see them grow and help them get incredible results. That's alignment right there. So I just walked into alignment. And then soul ignition was honoring myself because I almost messaged him back and say, hey, I almost checked in with him because he you know, gave it a few days. He was hot on my tail until I started putting up boundaries. And um, I said, I was like, no, soul ignition is focus on somebody, focus on the people you are talking to. They are great. And then the synchronicity is how the universe worked out. So you ready for that? Okay. So this morning, no, last night I get a message <laughs> after I shared everything. I'm like, if you're interested in learning more, if you have any more questions, just let me know. I wasn't rude. I wasn't mean. He said, I've decided to create a support group to expand my channeling. Good for you, dude. Happy to talk if you wish to see if there's any way we can support each other. Fuck off. Fuck off. Now, let me tell you, before I read my response to you, I reach out to business people and we do communicate, but I reach out in a different way. I reach out to really get to know them. So I am looking peer to peer and I am getting on Messenger and I am in certain Facebook groups. And when I reach out to someone and people think it's a sales pitch and I'm not sales pitching them actually, because it's fascinating. So I've been reaching out to certain, certain people because I'm in a program and um, I'm like, hey, I just noticed what you do. I really like what you do. I'd like to get to know you. Um, it's nice to meet you. And they got to tell you, some of them pitch back right away. How can I be of service for you? That's a big pitchy thing. It's nothing wrong with it, though, because they're offering up their help to get to know you. So I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. I think it's like because it's not telling me, hey, I can do this for you and that for you. And da, da, da. it's like, how can I be of service? That's OK. So normally what I write back is I'm really not needing anything right now. I just really wanted to get to know you, become friends with you, because what I'm doing, this is me telling all of you, I've been pulling women together and I'll probably pull men together too, because I love men to just get to know each other as business owners to see how we can refer each other or support each other if it feels right. So, um, so I'm fine with that, but be honest about it. This dude should have said right off the bat, that friggin' thing. Hey, I heard about you. I heard you doing some great work by blah, blah, blah. And I actually just moved here. And I was wondering if maybe, we, I don't know if you'd be open to this, but maybe jumping on a call and chatting. I'd have more respect for you if you did that. Now, I don't jump on calls with most everyone because I, my time's very limited. So I usually will do a Zoom call with like five, six people. But, um, or if it's one person and, and we're really hitting it off and I'm like, yeah, we need to jump on a call. But uh do that. Don't fucking do this roundabout. Excuse my language, man. Don't do this roundabout bullshitty way to try to get down my pants, dude. I probably just lost a bunch of listeners with that one. But that's what it feels like. It feels like a violation. So my intuition was like, uh-huh, there it is. There it is, Marilyn. There it is. So my response, <laughs> I'm going to read his thing again and read my response. So I thought about this for about a second. And Spirit's like, you don't need to engage. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. So he said, I've decided to create a support group to expand my channeling. Happy to talk if you wish to see if there's any way we can support each other. Here's my response. I'm glad you found what you needed. That's it. Glad you found what you needed. Don't friggin' Now, his intention, I, I'm not going to second guess my intuition. My intuition knows these people. But somebody might be listening to this going, man, he's just being, because I get this, he's just being nice. He just wants to reach out. Be nice with someone else. I'm not interested in that kind of nicety. I'm interested in direct communication, direct communication. I'm not interested in dancing around. Tell me what you want and let me decide. So uh, that's how I feel. So the SAS pillar system took me through that. It was like, what's my belief? Oh, I should be like Fred. I should jump on a call. I should sell him. I don't want to do that. The real truth was, no, I don't need to jump on a call with him because behind this one person who's an imposter in my program would not be good. He might be a great person, by the way. I, ha I really have no problem. He might be a really good person, really good at what he does. I'm not really talking poorly about that. I just didn't like our in in communication. But Behind him is like 10 people that are amazing for me. I don't need to jump on a call and waste my time with you. That's alignment. Soul ignition is trusting myself. 
loving myself, talking to myself, lighting my soul up, and then synchronicity of the universe just delivered that message. And for me, that was all I needed. So, because dude, you would have wasted my time on a call. You had no interest in joining my program. You did just interest to get down my pants. Sorry, there it is again. So anyway, use the SAS pillar system, SAS your way through everything, everything. And um, I would really like to connect with people. I like connecting with people. So um, I don't have a ton. I don't accept a lot of ton. Uh, it's it's nothing other than I like keeping my Facebook group, my Facebook personal page small. I'm not one of these people that wants to have 5,000 friends that they don't even know. Um, but a lot of people follow me on that and I like it because I get to communicate with you because you can post on my post and we can talk and get to know each other. Um, and it's not an ego thing. I have a lot of protection mechanisms in place. Part of that is I was stalked when I was younger and, uh, and even as an adult, and, um, I might share that story one day. So I am very protective of my space and my energy and my boundaries. And actually something happened recently with somebody who freaked out on me and I was like, yo, this is weird. We had a conversation six years ago and I wasn't hiring and now you just freaked the F out of me. And so I'm very cautious as to who I'll let into my world in that way, but my posts are public and people are really enjoying them. So I would love for you to comment. I'd like to get to know you. And I find it so much more personal than um, impersonal. You know, I'm talking to you on a podcast. I don't know which, what's, what was an aha moment for you. And maybe I'll start posting things like that. What's the aha moment? Because I'd like to hear. And I also feel we all have a lot to share with each other. So when people share their aha moments, that if, that's a domino effect to someone else. And that helps someone else because they may not relate to me, but they'll relate to your aha moment. And that just creates a lot of harmony and a lot of balance. We need to stop hiding behind our emotions. We need to be honest about our emotions. People just hide. They don't tell the truth. They're like, I made this and I'm doing great and everything's wonderful in my world. And I'm like, bullshit, bullshit. So life can be wonderful. I'm not saying life isn't, but um, what I find is most people, you know, things happen and how they deal with it is more honest. So I would love to communicate with you there. Instagram, I'm still getting a grasp on, but I am on Instagram and that is me. I don't have a social media company. It's all me. Um, and that's it. So I would love to connect with you. And of course, you can always email us at info at marilynaloria.com. Um, I do not accept unsolicited advice. So I will say that. Yes, you're listening to my podcast. So you're getting my solicited advice, my is solicited or unsolicited advice, but you also have the right to choose. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much. And uh, share, rate, review, subscribe this podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. I would love to get this out to more people. It would really help me a great deal. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much. And I still never found my tagline. Who can it be now? Let's open the door and see. That's all I come up with. Bye.